You're about to listen to a message from Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. The Father's Church is an assembly of believers committed to revealing the fatherhood of Almighty God to this generation through sound biblical teachings and corresponding moral conduct. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill that purpose and live that life that God has originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. On Wednesday, we began to ask our question that how do you get something from someone you can't force? Mercy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Mercy. Mercy is what makes him release it to you. You're even looking at yourself, say, I don't deserve it. Say, I'm giving it to you. Are you getting it now? You're surprised by it. Mercy. When you come to the throne of grace, you obtain mercy. We need mercy because we err in more ways that we can know. When they say, Lord, when they say repent of your sins, you're repenting of what you know. Praise God. But there's so much more that you don't know that you need to repent of. But mercy speaks for you. Mercy speaks for me. Mercy covers us. So when we come to the throne room, that's why they said first mercy. And mercy does not go ahead. Mercy is for what we have gone through. Then it says you now obtain grace. So when we come, we receive mercy. When we go, we'll go with grace. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. And when you have grace, hallelujah, grace is what God gives you to meet and overcome things that man can't overcome. So the apostle Paul says, yet not I, but the grace of God. Hallelujah. We are getting grace already in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. I'm excited this evening. Because it's tough for anyone to come. The rain is raining heavily, if you don't know. I know quite a few of us, and it's still raining. And, you know, these obstacles hinder people, whether intentionally or unintentionally. But the purposes of God, you see, whatever God wants to do cannot be stopped. Praise the Lord. God wants to do something tonight. Amen. God wants to bring us into a deeper, we prayed concerning increasing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. And one of the things that happens is that when you increase in knowledge, you increase in benefit. That's that's the most direct benefit of knowledge. So some of us have our phones now. We can receive calls. We can make calls. Some people use that phone and they produce music. Some people use that phone and they write programs. Some people use it and they develop websites. <laughs> Some people, their business is on that phone. What is on their phone? Somebody, they stole somebody's phone. And he sent a message that the person who stole you, come and collect two million naira. The phone is worth 500,000. Come and collect two million. I drop it in a way that you can get it. Because what is on that phone, which you can benefit from, is over 100 million. Why? Because this person has interacted. And this knowledge is not knowledge of cramming. Praise the Lord. It's knowledge of interaction. You're interacting. Tonight, somebody is going to interact with God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Okay, I want to tell you something. Come with me to John chapter 9. An interesting account there. From verse 1. 
The Bible says, now as Jesus passed by, he saw a man who was blind from birth. Two. And his disciples asked Jesus, saying, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Let's stop there. Man born blind. And it happened that Jesus and his disciples met this particular man. And they asked this question. What is the cause of this man's sin? Or rather this man's um, predicament. What is the cause? Is it his sin? Is it his parents' sin? What is it? Our Lord Jesus answered in verse 3. He says, neither this man nor his parents sin. Okay? He says, but that the works of God should be what? Revealed in him. Praise the Lord somebody. Now, you and I know, our Lord Jesus answering that is answering in the light of his appearance. Because before the fall of man, there is no blindness. There is no sin. There is nothing. Everything was perfect. Do you understand? But since the appearance of Jesus, any situation that encounters Jesus can no longer use sin as an excuse. He has finished sin. He has made sin inconsequential. So when he answered that question, you know, Jesus is the I am. Hallelujah. Jesus is in yesterday. He's in today and he's in tomorrow. When he answered that question, he answered in his I am position. Because the root cause of every sin is sin. But what he was trying to say to them is that in my presence, sin is no longer an excuse. I've come to announce to somebody here tonight, because Jesus is here, no matter the cause of the problem, whether you signed it, whether your blood entered it, whatever it is that entered, it said he has broken the gates of hate. He has made a public spectacle of them. Do you understand? You see, hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you give us the Living Bible translation of that verse 3, please? It says, neither Jesus answered what? It says, but to what? Demonstrate the power of God. God, from the time Jesus came, is no longer expecting you and I to be worried, afraid, threatened by difficulties and problems. Especially for those of us that are his children. They all become occasions for the demonstration of his power. Praise the Lord. The simplest illustration is this. It says, in him was life and the life was what? The light of men. Every problem is represented by darkness. Darkness remains, threatens, powers, does everything it does. Because light has not come. Anytime light arrives, darkness has never resisted light. So the blind man was a situation of darkness. And the disciples were asking, what is the analysis of this darkness? Is it synthetic? Is it artificial? Is it environmental darkness? And Jesus said, that's not the matter. The matter now is that light will appear. Light is coming for somebody. In every area of your life, you say light is what? Coming. Light is coming. And all of a sudden, you realize that this thing which was to bring you down, 
becomes what you are going about. They are opening doors for you to tell about this experience. Is someone hearing me today? Is someone hearing the voice of the Spirit today? It says, for the demonstration of the power of God. Why is that so? If such occasions were not available, how would Jesus demonstrate his power? In fact, when we're praying the prayer in Philippians 3, that, that, that I may know him, my eye was caught on where the power of his resurrection. Do you know what resurrection means? Resurrection is reversal. That's where power is shown. Power is not shown where there is nothing. Are you getting what I'm saying? The power of his what? Reversal. So it means he, the power of God is demonstrated in reversing whatever the enemy thought he had done. So now, listen to me where we're going. The believer who understands what we are talking about is no longer frightened by what the devil has done. He's excited about what God is doing. Because God will do. God will do. I said God will do. Is somebody expectant tonight? Because God is a doer. Hallelujah. So, thank you Holy Spirit. I'm going to show you illustration and then you're going to take it by yourself. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. It says, but, still leave that NLT. It says, but that the power of God will be what? Demonstrated. It's to demonstrate God's power. The child of God, we're talking on Sunday, and we realize if Jesus, God released his son to save you from sin and death, you think is the, you know, more and more little, little things around you that he can't handle. He, thank you, Holy Spirit. You know, when God brought the nation of Israel out of um, Egypt, and he was taking them into the land of Canaan, there was a statement he made to them. He said to them, that he's not going to give them all the land at once. Have you read that part? That I won't let you, I won't drive out the people at once. He said, why? He said, because there are wild beasts in the land. So I need your enemies. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I need your enemies to remain. Somebody has gotten what I'm trying to talk about. Why did the enemies have to remain? Can somebody tell me? So that the beasts will be eating them while the people are getting ready to occupy. Jump up on your feet. Because the trouble you're facing is food for you. There's no devil. He said, I will not drive them out. If I drive them out, the beasts will be too much for you. So I need to keep them there. So that they and the beasts will be interacting while you're advancing. When you're ready, they go, they go with the beast. I'm talking of that headache. I'm talking of that infirmity. I'm talking of that financial problem. It was not impossible. It was waiting for a time so that there'll be a manifestation of God's power. So that you will now say, now I'm ready. I get understanding. Tonight, you are seeing it now. It was for the display of the power, the love, the intention, the interaction of God in your life. Somebody is going to see the wonder of God. Why? Because your eyes have changed. You're no longer seeing it from below. Before now, you saw that problem from under. But now you're seeing it from above. You're now beginning to see that all those things were put together to work for your good. Why? Because you're the call according to his good purpose. 
God has destined that you will be victorious. And he says the path of the just is how? It's shining brighter, 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 brighter unto the perfect day. Father, we thank you. Christ has become the head for us. And the Bible says the princes of this world, their wisdom was insufficient. If their wisdom was enough, they would have known not to crucify the Lord of glory. The Lord of glory is my head, I'm his hand. What it means is that there are some things that came around me that very soon, maybe for somebody's tonight, maybe for somebody's this weekend, maybe for somebody's by Monday. But by Monday, the princes of this world will say, why did we put that restriction on him? Why did we allow him to experience that resistance? Because see all of a sudden, because of what we did, he is now too blessed. He is now too powerful. He is now too total. Kaposhe kalagarada. Le bababa. Ah. Jesus said to the disciples, that is inconsequential. I am here now. Tonight we are declaring there is power in the name of Jesus to break every hold, to set the captives free, to every situation. He turns it around. He turns it around. His name is Jesus. I'm a believer of Jesus. <laughs> We are marching forward. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, okay. 
That, we're, we're going to sing it the prayer type, okay? But before we go on, I want you to understand. As we begin to sing that song, now you can come to the front, you can go to the back. I need you to walk through that situation. I need you to step through it. Now you're understanding. Is somebody, did somebody get on this? You're understanding that, okay, this was the plan. So it's no longer holding me. So you're marching forward, not in the name of yourself, not in the name of the pastor, in the name that is above every other name. It says to us has been given that name. Kishakadada. No power can overcome us. No devil can stop us. No infirmity. No hold. No, no economic situation. marching beyond it you're marching leaving it behind you have seen that it is no longer in it's no longer consequential it has all of a sudden dissipated because a name has been given jesus did not get into the theology he said i am here light is here darkness has to flee you have come before the presence of god and this is the word he's sending to you he said in my name you go through and you're not going to go back. You will only look back for testimony. You will only remember that sickness because of testimony. You remember that situation because of testimony. You're going out of it. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whether it is ancestral. Whether it's environmental. Whether it's by your own mistake. 
because of the power of Jesus to save to the uttermost, something is happening. Thank you as we declare. I am. You have been listening to a message from the Father's Church. We are sure you have been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, off Bannex Guarampa Expressway, near Next Cash and Carry, Abuja, 9 a.m. Sunday and 6 p.m. Wednesday. Call us on 070-31588. 404. You can also find us online on our website www.thefatherschurchonline.org Facebook Facebook.com slash The Father's Church Our Twitter handle at T Father's Church Also on Instagram The Father Church God bless you